Hey there, story fiends, and welcome back to the podcast that truly believes there are stories everywhere. This is There's Stories Everywhere with Aledria Hurt. I'm your hostess, Aledria Hurt, and this week we're doing another piece of short fiction I wrote during January's Stories on Fire. However, before we get to that, did you know that I've got two new pieces out? I'm a part of the Right Team Anthology, Reality's Lens, and I've published a short called The Hotel. Pick those up where you can. So this week for our story, we're doing Edwin versus the Poachers, an ex-angel of death versus some folks who absolutely did not know what they were getting into when they decided they were going to try and poach elephant tusks. The prompt for the story was, the ground rumbled, which is the first line of the story. The rest is, as they say, history. Edwin versus the Poachers. The ground rumbled. Edwin knew as soon as he heard the shot, the gunshot, he was in a precarious position. He had come down off the slight hill to be closer to the herd for better shots. They were gentle and docile seeming. Those gray giants, elephants, for the most part, tended toward docility that he'd observed. They were indeed giants, but gentle ones. At least they were when they weren't getting shot at. Edwin's immediate response was twofold. He tracked the direction the shot came from with one side of his brain, while the other half registered the position he was in as being possibly life-threatening. Standing on the African savanna, surrounded by creatures that could crush cars with their weight, should have made him nervous. But it wasn't until they started running that he realized he had only a slim chance of escaping this alive. The ground rumbled, shook, shimmied, and seemed to dance beneath his hiking boots. He had come out there for pictures, not to get himself killed, but it looked as if his possible death might be someone's bonus. Of course, if someone was shooting at a herd of elephants, he could guess what was going on. Poachers. Even as he made himself as small as he possibly could, Edwin knew the chance he would get stepped on was incredibly high. However, running with the elephants was just as likely to get him smushed flat, and he didn't want to run too hard. He wanted to know where the shot came from and deal with that. Of course, there was probably more than one poacher, but that didn't matter to him. These creatures deserved to be left in peace. He would see to it that these poachers at least never touched another animal. The herd left him behind, balled up there in the clouds of dust from their passing. He had survived, his gear intact. More importantly, his body intact. The awareness that he could have been smashed flatter than a chocolate chip cookie came to him in those moments with a vengeance. He knew how close he had come to being dead. In any other person, the shock probably would have made them shaky and unreliable. Edwin was not one of those people. He had been near partners with death over time. Therefore, he knew the sense of his being close, imminent, intimately. Because of that, he stood up for his balled-up position 
and his eyes went immediately toward where he remembered the gunshot as coming from. As expected, there was a jeep, probably one where the shot had come from, near one of the many tall but sparse trees on the savannah. Edwin marked it quickly, and then tried to keep the dust between him and it. The dust was settling fast, though. If he wanted to make an escape using it as cover, he needed to get a move on. The kind of high-powered rifle he expected would pick him off easily, even from a distance, if the gunman was worth their salt. So he needed to make a hasty retreat. Staying low to the ground, he made himself disappear into an area of high grass. Yet even down on his belly, he wa made sure he wasn't completely out of sight of the poachers. They were celebrating bringing down an older bull elephant, one with enormous tusks. Edwin had seen the creature and known better than to approach too close. Bulls were notoriously aggressive creatures when it came to interlopers on their territory. They had to be, since they were the protectors of the herd. The female elephants would protect their young and the herd, but it was the bull who did most of the driving away of threats. This one would never drive away another threat as he lay his breathing labored as Edwin could see through his camera. He had been brought down, but the elephant wasn't yet dead. It struggled to rise, a wounded warrior willing to give his last. Edwin snapped several photos. He couldn't save the old bull. He knew better than to try, but he could exact vengeance for the creature's untimely death, and he would. Once he had uploaded his pictures to his cloud drive, which would make them visible to his editor, he crawled on his belly in a roundabout way toward the jeep itself. It was a distance, and he had to stay super low in case one of the, those poachers looked his way, but they were too busy with their kill. The old bull had finally died, and they were setting about the business of harvesting the tusks, which would have happily skewered them. They deserved to be skewered, Edwin thought, deserved to be trampled by the creature they set to fright. Fortunately, the herd was some distance away now, probably resettling itself and taking stock of its loss. He knew they wouldn't return until after the poachers were gone, assuming they returned at all to this area anytime soon. If they did, they would find their dead, and mourn, because elephants could and did do that. Edwin felt a pang of sorrow for them, but didn't allow that to get in the way of his commando-esque crawl across the savannah with the sun starting to dip low over the horizon. They would have to make faster work if they wanted to be gone before the nighttime predators appeared to come after the smell of blood. Edwin had a sick, but to him appropriate, thought of staking the poachers out for the predators to find. Skewer them on those ivory tusks and let the savannah do the job of cleanup for the entire situation. However, that would have to wait. First, he would cut off their escape. Reaching the jeep, he took his trusty bowie knife from his belt and let the air out of the tires. Then, for good measure, he checked his sight lines before opening the hood and taking the battery out with swift motions. The damn thing was heavy, but the jeep wouldn't run without it. He didn't want them escaping. No, no. They weren't going to get away from him once he got started. His actions went largely unnoticed, 
which was good because what he had just done was enough to get them to kill him. In fact, his sheer presence was enough to make them want to kill him. Once they figured out he was a photographer and had pictures of their gleeful faces cavorting over a dead elephant, his fate was sealed. Not that it mattered. If Edwin didn't walk away from this, he would make sure that no one else did either. His conveyance was on the other side of the hills, out of sight to keep it from spooking the elephants. He'd wanted nothing more than pictures. Those fools had exacted a life, and they would pay with theirs. The jeep taken out of commission, Edwin paced his camera equipment near it in order to keep it from causing him trouble with the next phase of his plan. The poachers couldn't run, not with no way to leave the savannah. However, he wasn't content with them not being able to run. He wanted them to pay dearly for the life they took for their foolish greed. So he stalked closer, coming from the direction they would have run to safety. It was downwind. If there was a dog, it wouldn't smell him until it was almost too late. Of course, if there was a dog, it might be spared. But Edwin doubted it. The dog couldn't run out of the savanna any more than the men could. It would fall to a hyena, or something similar, before it got very far, which, while not fair to the dog, was the circle of life. He could let himself feel bad for it, or not. Edwin chose not to. He didn't feel bad for what he was going to do to its owners. He wouldn't feel bad about leaving the dog out in the heat of the sparse grassland to starve or be eaten. Of course, the dog was hypothetical anyway. No need to worry over something which might or might not be true. Edwin had other worries. There were only three poachers Edwin saw as he came closer. He came out of the way of the sun using it to cover his tracks and keep him from being noticed. By the time his shadow reached them and one of them noticed him, he was nearly on them. They first tried to shoot him with their rifle, but he had already come too close for the thing to be any good against him. He shoved the barrel of the gun up and out of the way with one hand while coming around in a spin step with his bowie knife in the other. Cutting the man's throat shallowly, he spun around him and then kicked him in the rear. He wouldn't die of his injury. Not immediately. He would know fear and pain, but he wouldn't die of that. He would die, most likely, when something scenting his blood approached. The poacher dropped his weapon to clutch his throat, unaware of how shallow the wound actually was. It was just enough to make him a target for the night stalkers of the savannah. Edwin could have chuckled as the man started to run toward the jeep his hopes undoubtedly that they could find a way to the nearest hospital some distance away before he bled to death. No chance. Edwin didn't bother chasing the runner. The other two had pulled their pistols and were trying to line up shots. Trying and failing as Edwin moved with his own fluid grace toward them, the term Angel of Death probably occurring to them. Edwin didn't have his wings anymore, but that didn't mean he had become soft or easy to deal with. One of the reasons he had become a wildlife photographer was he preferred animals to people. People had a tendency to make him angry. Like right now. The crack of the pistol shots would have made an inexperienced person cover their ears. 
Edwin grabbed one man by the wrist and twisted hard, feeling the bones underneath do a dry twig snap. The poacher howled in pain. Edwin didn't waste his breath laughing. He simply kept moving to take on the next one, who was drawing a bead on him, center mass, every intention of dropping him where he stood. The shot that should have brought Edwin down came a moment later. However, Edwin didn't have his wings anymore, but that didn't mean a mere bullet was going to stop him. He took the hit in the chest, feeling the bullet sizzle through him and out his back to strike the other poacher. The shot man screamed more, his broken wrist suddenly forgotten with the bullet wound that now gushed blood. They would draw predators, just like they had drawn him. Edwin approached on steady legs with inexorable movements. The poacher's death was inevitable, but it wouldn't be swift. He took one hand behind the man's head, snatched his pistol still hot with the other, and then shot the man in the guts. None of them would die in their, of their injuries. They might even be able to get the jeep running again fast enough that they could almost make it to the hospital before the tires were complete disasters. They would not make it out of the savannah alive, however, and that was what Edwin wanted. He wanted to ensure that at very least this group of poachers never took another life. Blood sprinkled the ground. It would be a perfect path leading to those who were largely unable to defend themselves without guns and knives. Edwin made sure to leave them with neither. Let them stand their ground against the predators of the night for their crime, nearly naked as they were born. He walked back to the jeep and his photography equipment, no longer attempting to do anything to hide his ways. Those who watched him, probably contemplating the reality of their position, might have noticed the seeming shadows which snatched at the air behind him. Once upon a time, he had truly been an angel of death. Nowadays, he was a photographer who spent more time out in the wilds of the African continent than he did in the wilds of, say, New York City, where his editor sat fat and happy. That had not softened him truthfully very much. Losing his wings had made him perhaps even more crotchety than he had been. Now he didn't kill with a touch. He killed when it suited him with a gun. Except in situations where things could be made far worse. The man with the shallow throat wound had made it as far as the jeep before he collapsed. He didn't even raise his head at Edwin's approach. Edwin picked up his things, feeling the warmth of the fading sun begin to die down. Night would come, with it chilly temperatures and predators hungry for their next meal. Four dead bodies would make quite a bit of something. For something, Edwin reasoned, as he began to hump his gear back to his own jeep on the other side of the hills. He needed to leave the scene. Not because he was afraid of getting caught, but because the enjoyment of staying to watch the animals feast would just make him miss home. Better to keep on going. Yes, better to leave now and not regret his lot. And there you have it, story fiends. Edwin versus the poachers. 
I don't know about you, but I want Edwin on my team, not against me. Anyway, as always, you can drop me a line here at the podcast or through my email, aledria at aledriahurt.com, to let me know what you think. Oh, and don't forget to pick up a copy of Reality's Lens and The Hotel.